It's episode 156 of the Simply Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. We just are doing a show and we like to talk on the phone with each other because we're friends. On today's show, it is Rick and the tornado story. And then we're going to do a little birthday talk and we're going to talk about some upcoming guests. We have Jason Seib and his new book, Body Beliefs, is out. He's going to come on the show. Michelle Lane, Simply Human Podcast own, has a book. Um, and she's going to be on the show. We have, uh, do you remember doc, Dr. Michael Ruscio? Yeah. We had him on. His people reached back out to us, and he wants to come back on the show. I've got that scheduled for May. So a lot of stuff going on. How are you, Rick? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, you were the victim of a wind violence. Very odd uh, way to classify that, but yeah, it's a tornado actually. God, so okay, so hold on, let me let me uh, set the stage. So oh. bad bad storms blow blowing through Abilene, and they're headed east to Dallas. Knew there were bad storms in the morning time. Typically, our text thread that we always talk about fires up pretty early, six six thirty yeah. sometimes. Well, the the thread yeah. the morning before or after this, the storms had bl- blown through. the the uh, The thread was active, and you were not. And I th- and then then I guess I don't know how I thought. Uh, maybe I saw Anna, your wife, had posted something on Facebook about it, and I was like, "Oh crap! That's why he's inactive, because his house is falling in." And so we te- I texted, like, Rick, send pictures of, of what's going on. And you sent about 10 pictures of the most unbelievable wind damage of all time. So tell your side of it. Well, I mean, I'll say this. Uh, yes, our house got uh, pretty significant damage. But we were very lucky because no one got hurt and, and all that stuff. So, we, you know, we obviously lived to tell about it. So we knew it wasn't last Wednesday, but it was the Wednesday before that. Tuesday night going into Wednesday morning, we, yeah, knew was we a, were expecting yeah. some, some you know, storms and all that. But, you know, we lived in Oklahoma for a long time, right. and, you know, I lived in Texas. Like, that's, storms don't really bother us all that much. We kind of never really think much of it. Bragging montage. Uh, in fact, earlier in the week, yeah, we don't think much of storms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brave. So, uh, earlier in the week, uh, Anna, we, we, she bought, we have, she has a new car. It's not new, but mm, new uh, that we that we bought last year, and uh, we on Sunday of that same week we were expecting some hail, and so I cleared out half of the garage because I'm nice to put her car in there so it wouldn't get any hail damage. Well, you are nice, uh, Rick. So I uh, speaking of Anna, that's her calling me right now. Uh-oh. Hang on, let me uh, text her real quick. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. What is it, Schnookums? So, I love you. I did one of those custom text responses. So sorry, I can't talk right now. It's like the most generic thing ever. So anyways, I, hold on, hold, quick, hold uh, quickly. I changed those to like in a meeting, call you in a minute, and I have one that says leave me alone. One that says pooping. <laughs> so uh, her, we've got her car parked in the garage, and so there you go. So the storms are coming through Tuesday night to Wednesday morning. We didn't really think anything of it. Hey, Anna's car's parked in the garage. She's hail. Yeah, my car's kind of a piece of crap. It's actually the blue book value of my car is $750. <laughs> so if someone stole my car, that would actually uh, be a class B misdemeanor. <laughs> by the way. So uh, we get, and I can sleep through literally, uh, well, I, okay, misuse the word literally, yeah. but I can sleep through almost anything 
possible. I slept through people uh, re-roofing our house one time Jeez. in uh, Oklahoma. When so you were on night, night shift? Well, immediately in the middle of the night, this is like 2.15 in the morning, we we're awakened by this crazy sound. I have no idea what it is. Neither one of us do. And Anna is freaking out, and I'm, I, I go into action mode, so I run upstairs and grab the kids. And it just kind of vaguely, like, in my mind, my sleep brain was like, oh, it's a storm. It's going to be a storm. So we get in our uh, safe spot, and I um, we obviously can't watch TV, but I'm pulling up the TV from my phone and seeing, oh, my gosh, there is crazy weather here. Oh, Hold on, hold on. Oh. I think we need to pause here, and, and we need to talk about quickly the safe spot. Is this something that you have discussed with your sons? They know the drill. What What is your protocol? Uh, we've got two... Like interior rooms that don't uh, uh, that meet you know the specifications. There's no windows or anything like that. And uh, one is our guest bathroom downstairs, or like half bath. The other is like a closet, storage closet under the stairs, which is probably the safest spot. It's just really, really small, and there's tons of stuff in there. Like knives hanging so from the ceiling. The, like what? Knives hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, there's knives hanging from the ceiling because I am a ninja. <laughs> I, uh, I practice the art of uh, ninja stuff. Cool. So we go into the, the bathroom, the half bath, and you can hear outside there's a lot of wind and it's raining real bad, but there's nothing else. Like, Man, what the heck was that noise? Yeah. So we watch the radar. We, we're in there for maybe about 10 minutes, and it's starting to pass over, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go check things out, just chill out in here. Trying to hey, let's all be calm and yeah. let's use brains. And how are the how are your boys doing? Right are now. your boys freaking out? They or are they fine. excited? They, they, they were fine for the most part. Uh, Jason was maybe freaking out like a little tiny bit, but like not much. Yeah. Uh, so I go, uh, I go outside and I see shingles are all over the place, which is eh, okay. And uh, I start walking around the house outside and i noticed that uh about 33 percent of our roof has been torn off and by roof being torn off i don't mean shingles i mean the decking which is the plywood underneath the shingles is actually gone oh it's ripped down gosh. to the rafters so i'm like uh-oh that's not good <laughs> so I'll, uh, and there's a couple like uh, leaks like in the uh air conditioning vents like uh, in the ceiling in a couple spots. I'm like, oh, wow, that's because the water's coming straight down through. Yeah. There's no decking to prevent it from coming into the house. So I go out in the garage. I get a couple buckets. I'm not really worried about anything. I mean, I know there's going to be damage today. You know, it is what it is. So get a couple buckets out. And then I, at some point, I'm going to go into our guest bathroom, or, or I'm sorry, our master bathroom, master bathroom, to, uh, to get something. And I open the door, and water is like cast skating through uh there's like three inches of water on the ground i was like uh-oh that's not good either it's uh, like it's like when the wet bandits uh robbed a house in home alone oh come on yeah, i guess i uh haven't I, 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 I haven't watched home alone in about 20 years probably still. <sighs> the wet bandits come me. on okay sorry, sorry. I, I don't know I, i'm usually busy uh watching documentaries about <laughs> things that happen in the world War. about science but uh so the water is, like, pouring out of, like, the, uh, the air conditioning vent and the ceiling of the bathroom. I'm like, oh, that is definitely not good. So I get a bucket, and all of the buckets that we have, I don't use buckets very often, and so they're all, like, wedged together so I can't <laughs> pry them apart. So we have three buckets, but it's really only like having one bucket. Yeah, like, what the, what, like what the heck do you use buckets for? Like, I have buckets. Yeah. 
Exactly. I've got some. They're I just, don't know why. They're just How rotten, rotten mildewing things. I own buckets. Mark, I own several buckets. <laughs> Add that to the bra- That's the perfect brag. Yeah, bragging I own guy, several buckets. I own several buckets. Yeah. So uh, there, I get the bucket underneath that, and it is fill- this five-gallon like Home Depot bucket is filling up really quickly. So I'm having to like dump it into the. Uh, I'm having to dump it into the uh, the bathtub. Well, there's all this insulation mixed in, so I filthy, dirty water. It's like when you throw up in the bathtub; it just it's hard to get all the and chunks so down. So we have we have uh, like uh, the upstairs, uh, like the side of the house, like the entire west side. All of the bedrooms, all of the rooms on the west side of the house have this flooding going on. The water pouring in. Uh, we have a, like an upstairs living room. The kids, it's like a playroom for the kids. Water's pouring in through there. Onto the, uh, we have, when we bought the house, they had like this god awful laminate flooring up there, and we hadn't ever done anything about it. So it's like falling on the laminate flooring, cooling up, and you can just see the laminate flooring curling up. Oh at the edges. my gosh. And what time is this? Uh, this is 2 15, 2 30 in the morning, oh something my like that. Gosh. So uh, we also, adjacent to that, add this to the actual brag montage, although it's not my fault. The people who had the house before us, they have a theater room. Uh, we don't really use it, but like it's wired up with speakers uh, to do your sound system or what have you in there. We don't do that. We just have a TV in there. Uh, it's pouring in through the vents of the the theater room and like ruining the carpet. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's just and the carpet in there's ugly anyway. So I'm like, oh, it's, 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 it's not a big deal. No, it's not, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a big deal. Good for you. I go back outside and I start going around again, and our entire fence, the entire thing, is gone. We had a trampoline in the backyard. Who the hell knows where that went? Wait, wait. You uh, still don't know where it is? Well, we found out. It was like uh, about 500 feet away and about 90 pieces, like uh, impaled over another person's scent. Oh so I just left it there. So I was like, ah, somebody else will take that. <laughs> uh, scrap metal or something. And they did. Someone picked it up. So, uh, obviously, there's a lot of damage, but the worst part about like something like this happening in the middle of the night, because we got a real bad storm once in Oklahoma, and it decimated our roof. 126 baseball-sized holes through the uh, shingles and through the decking and through the sheetrock ceilings of our house in Oklahoma, but we couldn't see how bad it was till the morning because it's dark outside. You could look at the outside of the house and be like, I don't see what the problem is. But then in the daylight, you're like, oh, my God! It looks like they dropped a case of baseballs out of an airplane on our house. Oh my so gosh. we don't know the extent of the damage, not even close. Well, I go out there, you know, and obviously it's still raining when I'm going outside, and I don't like to get wet in the rain. So uh, that's why it's, criminals. There's a lot of stuff going on. Criminals do, do all your criminal activity when it's raining because police officers do not like to get wet. That is actually a super valid point. <laughs> cops don't want to get out of their cars in the rain, so rub all the banks you want when it's pouring down rain. No one will ever get you. So. Uh, <laughs> We ended up, uh, like, so the first phone call I made was to our homeowner's insurance company. And this is one of those, you never know what kind of homeowner's insurance right. company you have. No yeah. one knows the difference between any of them right. until you actually need it, right? Yeah. Uh, we had really good... Uh, Hold on, you didn't, you didn't talk about the garage door. Oh, uh, wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're not there yet. Okay, okay, yeah. Hang on. Sorry. So, uh, there's some leaking, and I know the roof is jacked up. It's all, okay, okay. So... Uh, we call our homeowner's insurance company, start a claim to get that process rolling, because I know there's going to be a bunch through the neighborhood, so we need to get in on the ground floor here. 
And then I uh, was going to go out into the garage and uh, look, uh, oh, that, and, and get another bucket. Well, I go out there, and the ceiling has completely caved in in half the garage. Uh, the drywall is everywhere. It's uh, basically Anna's car is buried in uh, rubble, like drywall rubble yeah. <laughs> and insulation. And the garage door, the best way I can describe this for anybody is if you had your car parked in the garage with the garage door shut, and you put your car in reverse and back through the yeah. garage door at like 30 miles an hour, <laughs> uh, and we're able to generate that much speed. That's what the garage door looks like. Well, the, so the other like way... Yeah, I would describe it as like if if you were like a like a big monster giant and you walked up to your garage door that was closed and you grabbed like the right corner of it and just yanked it up as hard as you could. Okay. Well, yeah, if you were a, yeah, if you were a monster. So all the people out there that have experienced being monsters, yeah, they, they're would, very relating. They, they they can relate to you. Right. So best <laughs> as we can tell, what happened was uh and this is, you know, my professional storm reconstruction here. Um <laughs> We uh, we were awoken by the garage door being punched out, and what I think happened was the uh, the wind ripped the ceiling out, uh, ripped the roof off, and then the wind po- came through the uh, the uh, non-existent roof and punched out uh, the ceiling of the garage yeah. because the drywall wasn't wet. That that was and such a weird that- picture to see. Like the roof yeah. was on in the garage, but the drywall on the like the ceiling was all off, which was like, wait, what? And it, you could kind of tell from looking in the daylight, like where the path of it came through. So ripped the roof off, punched the ceiling out in the garage, and then that force pushed punched the garage door. Crazy. And basically wedged it in there. If I would have just had Anna's car in the driveway like we used to, everything would have been fine. But now we've got a car <laughs> stuck in the garage that I can't get out. The Still? garage door is like wedged in there. So we called the homeowner's insurance company, got that started, and then uh, Anna just happened to look uh, uh, on our neighborhood uh, Facebook page, and some guy was like, from the storm a few days before, was like, hey, if anybody needs some roofing done, this is a guy that I like. So we're like, all right, well, we'll call this guy, leave a voicemail, and this will come out in the morning and uh, try to get this thing decked up, because water is just, it's still raining, so water is pouring in. well, she calls the number, and this dude answers the phone at 4 in the morning. Jeez. And we're like, whoa, can you come out here? So this dude comes all the way out. He's from Denton, so it's to our house like maybe a half an hour. Comes out there, takes a look, like, oh, gosh, okay, I need more than tarps. I need a crew. So they end up coming out at like 6 in the morning, him and a crew, and they redeck the roof. All of the So the whole thing's patched up within a matter of an hour. Man. Um, and then I've got, from our old house, we needed some work done. Uh, a guy that did some, uh, ended up being a pretty good friend of mine now, uh, he did some drywall uh, work. And so I called him, and he came out there, and he's like, actually, I'm, you know, getting expanding the business and doing a, you know, whole home renovation type deal. So get it, get it, whole, whole home, whole? I don't get it. H-O-L-E. Homes with, uh, homes with holes. Very, very well done, Mark. So, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this storm was, uh, let's see, it was 10 days ago from right now. No, today's Tuesday. It was two weeks ago from yeah, right now. 13 days. From tonight, tonight and tomorrow. Uh, everything is almost finished. The roof is done. They have the roof completely finished in by, by two days after that. Uh, most of the drywall work is done. Uh, the fence has been rebuilt, new fence. Wow. Um, a bunch of the, all the siding on the side of the house that got just ripped and torn off. That's all been replaced. So we're like 85% of the way through the project already. 
uh, we're getting, he figured out a way to, you know, monkey around with some of the numbers. And instead of just replacing the ugly laminate flooring upstairs, we're just getting a whole thing recarpeted up there. So, uh, in the end, it's going to end up being nicer than it was before, but, uh, you you don't know what, like when we had this big storm that we went through when we lived in Oklahoma, uh, several of our friends had had other insurance companies and their insurance companies were totally screwing them around. Like, Oh, well, you only right. get uh, 25% of a roof. And they're like, uh, no, it has to hold all be your place. No, 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 we're not paying for that. So that was what I was worried about. But our insurance company was really awesome. Good. They sent a guy out pretty quickly and, uh, everything seemed to be covered. And so, you know, everything is, uh, no worse for the word. The only personal property, like non drywall and stuff like that that was ruined with some super cheap patio furniture nice and an ugly rug that we had upstairs got water damaged so we're like oh huh. we you could just say you could just like say that. rug all uh, all the really ugly, ugly. <laughs> well, i don't know if that's true i've seen some rugs that are not ugly like a nice persian rug. i should have told him it was a persian rug <laughs> all in my picasso it was in the attic yeah. picasso got destroyed so <laughs> Well, so I, have I told my shed story, destruction story on the show? I don't know if I have. I don't know if it's ever come up, but very quickly, yeah. much the same. It's, it's very similar story, just not as much damage. We're we're in. I I, I had made this uh, when we built our house, bragging montage. I had him pour a ten by twelve uh, concrete slab in the back corner of the yard to put like a ten by twelve, uh, like a shed back there. You know, like on a on a slab. I paid some college kids to come over and like we put it together one day and like we anchored it to the slab. We anchored it to yeah. the concrete. Nine days after I had like put the lock on it, I was like, we're done. I have my shed. It's awesome. All my stuff was inside, my lawn equipment and all, you know, the, the ant killer and everything you put in your shed, you know, is out there. Yeah. Horrible storm comes by. It's the middle of the night. We're awakened. We, we are awakened by this sound. I thought the way that the, the sound was when I woke up, I thought our garage door just got blown off. It was that like sheet metal grinding noise, which is probably mm. the same noise that you heard, right? The garage yeah. door, yeah. So I, but I, so I run out to the garage door and I open the the door into the garage and there's it's fine. I was like, huh, that's weird. So I'm walking around, like, everything seems fine. The, none of the windows are busted out or anything. And like I go and I turn the porch light on, or the back porch light that, that shine, kind of shines out into the yard, and our shed is gone. It's not there. Hmm. The fence is up, the shed is gone. Everything that was in the shed is just sitting on the slab. The the like like and it's kind of one of those things like like you said, it was raining, it's dark, I don't really want to go out there. So I just was like, Well, oh my gosh. I okay, where the heck is our shed? So the next morning I go out and look at it and like the the instruction manual or like the, the owner's manual for the mower that I just bought was like still sitting on the mower, the paper. Right, I have pictures mm. of this. The shed was about 400 yards into the field by our house, crumpled up like it looked like a piece of paper, crumpled up. So the only thing we can think of is like this microburst, or maybe a little tornado had come in and just just picked up. The fence wasn't damaged. Isn't that weird? That is very strange. It just picked up the shed and just <laughs> and just threw it out. So what we were hearing was was that sheet metal, but it was the shed that we were hearing just like bouncing down into this field terrible so so anyway so then i had to you know buy a new shed because <laughs> you know it's like the deductible was you know however much it yeah. was like it's just kind of ridiculous so okay so then that leads me to my next question <clears throat> and i don't know i didn't prep you for this i want to talk to you about this gift card talk yeah uh, gift card etiquette 
Okay, so Anna's uh, Anna went back to work uh, a couple days afterwards. She took the car, and I was like, well, we only have one car now, so I'm just going to hang on here. Um, so uh, she went back to work, and everyone that she works with collected, and I'm not kidding you, like an insane amount of gift cards uh, to give to her, like a bunch, like stuff to Chili's and Amazon and Walmart and uh, Target to the point where we were like, we don't, we don't need these. Like, right. I, we felt, we felt bad because we're going to end. I mean, everything's going to be covered. We're not going to end up having any expense out of pocket. Yeah. We are inconvenienced slightly for a couple of weeks yeah. while they work on our house, but, but you have insurance. everything's going to yeah. be taken care of. But, uh, uh, we, we get these gift cards, and we don't, like, we, we're very grateful for the outpouring right. of support, but why should we get, a, like, a $50 Chili's gift card because an EF0 tornado hit our house? <laughs> EF0. It's all covered. <laughs> it's not like we don't have, uh, it's not like we don't have health insurance, or homeowners. Right. And so that's what I asked the group, like, hey, uh, we don't really want these. Not that we don't want them. Like, we could find some use for them, for sure, but, like... We, we we felt bad that all these people at Anna's job, quite frankly, don't make as much money as she does now. They all collected all these gift cards, and we're like, Man, we don't want people to have like spit money out of their pocket for us. This is we're, 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 we're fine, right? So the so the but, debate uh, is: Do you give the gift cards back? Do you give them okay. away? Do you use them? Or do you? And then if you like do something for the people that gave you gift cards, is that? bad etiquette because you're like basically using money they gave you to like buy them yeah. lunch. So what we decided, uh, is that we were going to, uh, use some of them because yeah. the people gave us for, to the use, but like, they, like we got like a $45 gift card to IHOP, which is really strange. So we took the kids to IHOP for, and we ended up like, uh, you didn't try and redeem field, it. Like, you didn't try and trade it for a red lobster gift card at IHOP. Oh God. If it was red lobster. I would have used every bit of it, but, <laughs> Uh, but the meal was like 25 bucks, and so we left whatever was left on there is like a massive tip for the server cool. awesome. that's waiting on us. Yeah, and then uh, there are a couple others. Like, basically, we're going to use a couple of them for stuff here or there, and then in the end, we're going to uh, donate some of them, and Anna's going to tell the people at her work, because they, you know, if we're not using them, they need to know where they went. So we're right. like, hey, you know, we... After we got back, you know, everything squared away and everything, you know, back on our feet, so to speak, even though we weren't necessarily displaced yeah uh, thank you for your generosity after we you know we had some left over and so we donated them to such and such yeah charity well here here's what i think would be bad etiquette is if somebody gives you like a 25 dollars gift card to walmart and then you you in return give them a gift that equals 25 dollars right it's like yeah wait. well we, we'd also discuss her like buying a whole like a big breakfast spread for everyone at right work which like, i hey, thought would have been so great and so one of our friends was like oh no that's rude and we're like no i don't think that's rude i think that's just hey thank yeah. you everyone no, for, I, th- I think that's fine for, uh, for doing this so here's the so cra- that's what we're gonna end up doing with it here's this. the crazy thing about gift cards i read an article once bragging montage about like here's all these weird coming up companies that like starbucks and target and you know places popular places to shop they all have millions and millions of dollars in gift cards that have not been redeemed that people just forget about you get a ten dollar. You get a ten dollar gift card to Starbucks. That, like, uh, you go to a business and they're like, "Hey, buy a buy a twenty five dollar gift card for twenty dollars." Man, I bet businesses love that. Yeah, because like 
you're right. People have gift. I mean, if you went through your house with a yeah. fine tooth comb, I'm find sure you fifty dollars in gift cards. But you just had a, had three or four dollars left over. On yeah, it. right. I use those things until the you know they're they're gone, and I make sure I use them. But like, there's lots of people that just oh yeah, thank yeah. You for it, and they just. And that's why there's expiration dates on them, so they so those companies can eventually write that off. And here's the deal: yeah, yeah they're losing technically losing the cash, but they're keeping the the inventory. They're keeping the product. Yeah. So it's like a yeah. it's a total win. That's why, like you know, you yeah. got like when you go to Sam's, you can buy like these gift cards in bulk because the gift card yeah. industry is like it's just a major major win. It's like the credit card industry. Like people, I guess, I guess you know, for instance, Bank of America. They must be making so much money on interest on their cash reward credit card that I, I literally, just for using that credit card on everything that I buy and paying it off every few days, I get yeah. like $1,000 a year for doing that. Like just Dude, free, that's what we do. We put, we free put money. Everything, everything on the Discover yeah. card and we pay the entire bill every single month yeah. and that pays for all of our Christmas prices. Yeah. It, like no, like, and, and then some. And so, so I'm thinking that's like this is – I'm like Bank of America. You're just giving me a thousand dollars. Like what? nothing in life is free except for your cash rewards on a credit card. But imagine how much money they must be making on people that are maxing out their credit cards, paying the minimum. How much yeah. money they're making on that interest? It must be. It must be where they're like, yeah, who cares about Mark and Abilene, who's you know a thousand dollars? You know, yeah, we're making a million bucks on this interest, but. It's a great business. Yeah. We need to get in the gift card industry. We need to just sell gift cards, Rick. Lemonade stand gift cards for local neighborhood kids. Well, you've got a solid plan. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, hey, we're almost at 30 minutes. This is a show. I'm just going to release this show. This is a great show. Tornado Talk with Rick. Tornado Gift Card Talk with Rick and Mark. Um, But Jason Seib coming up. Michelle Lane coming up. We need to have... I I need to reach out to Kate Galliad. She'll come on anytime we want. Uh, You know, we... Really had a lot of fun with the Rob Wolf and JJ Virgin uh, shows. Those got a lot of downloads, the two that we released in March. And so uh, we're going to try to keep that going uh, in this format, just kind of releasing them as we as we feel. That's what I, like, after the tornado happened, I was like, Rick, tornado talk, done. There's a show. <laughs> like, that's an amazing story. So, yeah. Um, I gotta, by the way, I have to jump off here. I have to jump off here because I have to go get my tax return. My tax Hold on. Can I tell you a joke real quick? A very Hurry quick, up. A very quick joke. Two minutes. Okay, two minutes. So this guy is, uh, you know, he wants a pet. He's not really a dog person. He doesn't, like, he's not a cat person. He goes in a pet store, and he doesn't really know what he wants. Uh, so he sees this display for, a like, a talking centipede. So he goes over to this display, and he's like, talking centipede? Is this really a talking centipede? And it, from inside the little display, you know, like, yeah, I'm a talking centipede. Like, you got a problem with that? Like, holy crap, this is a talking centipede. It's amazing. I, I want this. So he takes the talking centipede home. He's got a little centipede house for him, you know, and he has conversations with the centipede, you know, all week. It's just the greatest thing. He's got somebody to talk to all night, this little centipede. Well, Sunday morning comes along, and, and it's time for uh, the guy to go to church. So he, he, he hollers over at the uh, centipede house. He says, hey, centipede, you want to go to church with me? We're, I'm about to leave for church. You want to go? Silence. Centip- no response. First time the centipede has ever not responded to him. So he kind of walks a little closer, and he's a little concerned. You're like, centipede, you want to go to church with me or not? I'm about to leave. Centipede, nothing, no response. So he goes over, and he's like banging on the top of the house of the centipede i was like centipede are you answering me are you okay in there are you gonna church me or not and then he hears the centipede you know the little voice says hey will you relax in there i heard you the first time i'm putting my shoes on because <laughs> 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 he has a hundred legs a hundred feet 
Yeah. It's a lot of yeah. shoes. It takes him a while. Yeah. To get the yeah. shoes. The process. <laughs> okay, that'll. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it that's that's the, that's a dad joke if i've ever heard one um all right well yeah. i guess uh stay tuned for the next show uh follow us on facebook if you want to know when the next show is going to come out uh, don't email rick email me at simply human lifestyle at gmail.com rick does not remember his password which is hilarious um somebody actually emailed <laughs> uh me and they copied you your your simply human rick email and i was like well that's he'll never see that <laughs> Lost in the ether. Lost in the ether. All right, well, go have fun with your tax return. That'll do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember. So until next time, enjoy yourself.